Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, a beautiful week weather-wise. We've made officially that transition from winter to spring. And again, I'm going to use the same lame joke. Where have you been? Us meteorologists, we've been in spring for the last, you know, 20, 20 odd days. Well, I'll tell you around here, it's still winter. It's been pretty cold <laughs> the past two days. It's really dumb. <laughs> right. Well, last week we were talking about snow and, mm-hmm. you know, it was beautiful on Saturday and I was so geeked out. And then I said, but, you know, we're going to make that transition into spring. And lo and behold, it's been in the 60s. It's been beautiful. But we're about to have the rug pulled out from under us and crash back down into that Oh, so lovely Northwest pattern where we flirt with spring and then we get reminded, even though it is spring, it's still going to be cold and rainy and wet. Yeah. Well, and see, like I said, winter loves to do that. Like, yeah, it might be over, but winter's like, "Mm, no, I'm still hanging around for a little while. And that's that's where we're at. Like we had some severe weather earlier in the week. It was on Wednesday. And then... We kind of got a nice cold front. When I say kind of, I mean, we did. It got really cold. (laughs) But we had some, like, very interesting cold rain thunderstorms yesterday. Like, there was actually lightning and thunder, mostly rain, but still lightning and thunder. But it was really cold. So it was a very interesting past few days. Right. I'm all about it. Yeah, I am, too. I am, too. Again, it's a clash of the seasonal change, right? We've talked about this a lot. You know, you're still getting that warm you know, relatively this time of year, warm uh, Gulf moisture comes up and then you have the cold continental air mass and those two collide and boom, you get storms. Some are stronger than others, but I'm pretty jealous of you. Well, I'm all about thunderstorms in general, whether it's garden variety or severe. So it's nice to sit at home on a Saturday night and just be chilling and it's raining hard and then you get your occasional rumble of thunder. It's just very peaceful. No, I totally agree. By the way, what are you doing right now? It sounds like you're like, crafting or puzzling no no i'm not crafting okay or puzzling i'm just sitting here okay um how's clyde doing he's good he's outside he's probably going to be a little bit cold but it's fine okay well we love clyde clyde is the often talked about never heard from member of b squared yes which hopefully you guys will be seeing more of him in the coming weeks yes there's a good tease bonnie you sure you have not worked in broadcast before No, I'm just that good. Okay. Well, we can talk about it because um, we will have a bonus edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast coming up. We are taping it Thursday with our friends from the Stormfront Freaks. Yes. I'm so excited. Right. We issued the challenge and they responded and said, you know, however, because there's this little thing called a pandemic going around that probably travel is not the best thing to be doing right now. So we're going to do a virtual tag team show yes and we are Video super excited and audio yes so. so you'll get to see what bonnie and i look like if you want um for all my no yeah for all my millions of fans out there i'm quite beautiful as is my co-host here miss bonnie <laughs> oh, bishop <stop>. um 
And so it will be really fun. We're super excited about it. We did a little test today with Phil from Stormfront Freaks. Everything's going to work out great. Technically, we've solved all of our issues, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it's about to go down. It's going to be such a good show. There's going to be four of the freaks there, plus the two Bs. So it's going to be a six-person podcast. It's going to be legit. So please tune in on Thursday. Yeah, we are going to do the uh, kind of our favorite elements from both shows. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. By the way, I didn't want to say this when we were testing with Phil, and he'll hear this when he listens, but Kim Cunningham is going to be joining us on Thursday. I'm a Weather Channel geek. I'm I'm mildly geeking out right now that I'm going to be like on the same podcast as one of the people I used to watch growing up. A little bit starstruck right now? A little bit. And I don't get starstruck because I, I just don't. I've met plenty of famous people and celebrities, so I just don't get starstruck. But I'm a little starstruck. <laughs> good. See, that's good, though. That's like it's like it meeting an idol or something, you know? It's just right? someone that you've looked up to for all these years. So that's awesome. That's super awesome. So I'm super excited. Of course, we're doing this uh, in part of National Weather Podcast Month, the entire month of March. Um, if you guys have not yet, please make sure you go take the challenge. Listen to the four other shows in addition to ours. Of course, you know what they are. Weather Brains, Weather Hype, Carolina Weather Group, Stormfront Freaks, and, of course, us here at B Squared. So, um Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Weather Podcast. You can find all those other shows. We've been tweeting back and forth all month. It's been fantastic. I really do love the month of March, not just because it's my birthday month, but because it is National Weather Podcast Month, and I love listening to these guys. They're just so much fun. And if you're a weather geek like Bonnie and I are, it's it's just great to have an outlet for our nerdism. Exactly. It's nice for all of us to get together and geek out together as one big group basically it is nice um now we have told you about our contest that we are doing we are giving away a handheld anemometer yes if you do go to our twitter page at weather podcast uh you can see the photo it's joey holding the handheld anemometer as bill walks by looking all jealous but we are doing keywords and so we will have the fourth of the five keywords we will not do one for the special episode so we'll just do right. the, the normal five for our month of March. And then on April 1st, we will send out a tweet saying, please respond back with the five correct words in order. And if you figure that out and actually do it and are correct, we will make sure that we put your name into the hopper for the drawing. No purchase necessary. Twister, not a part of this. Um, you are eligible to win a cool handheld anemometer. That you and I both have. Yes, exactly. So you guys, you will have one just like Bonnie and I do. So that way you can be part of a show. We'll probably throw a couple stickers in as well. And uh, Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see what else we can find for you. I might just send you something random from my studio. Here. Send me something random from your studio. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Here's a half pair of sunglasses. I don't know. <laughs> Right here's a pair with the lenses busted right, out right. or something. What's what's the saying? One's man junk is another man's treasure. One man's trash is another man's treasure. So yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So uh, we will be giving you that fourth keyword sometime in the show. You have to just keep listening. I know it's our little trick to make you keep listening to the show. I feel so sad for you. I really don't, but you know, you know how it is. <laughs> Y'all know this is your favorite podcast, so don't even act like it's torture. Exactly. You guys love us, and we appreciate that. But, Biden, like we said, we are into spring. Spring came in late on the day Friday. 
uh, I want to say like 11.56, don't quote me on that, uh, p.m. Eastern. So, you know, that would have been 10.56 your time, mm-hmm. um, 8.56 my time. Uh, so yesterday, Saturday, was officially the first day of spring. So, Bonnie, we're here. And uh, like we said last week, get the chase vehicles ready. It's time to roll. It really is. And last week, we already had some severe weather around. Um, really, Texas got it more than we did. They had some interesting um, tornado activity. We actually have another chance of severe weather on Tuesday. I believe right now it's a slight risk. So, I mean, spring has been here and it's it's getting going early. So Right. Spring has sprung, as they say. Right. Um, but it was cool to see the tornadoes in Texas. I know there were a couple um, in Illinois, and I want to say there were a couple up in Kansas and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was really cool to see... You know, even though we're in the middle of this, you know, dealing with the coronavirus and social distancing and stuff, a lot of the chasers are like, you know, we're quarantined to our cars. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, I mean, in theory, they're doing it the right way. I mean, if you're chasing with one person, yeah, maybe have one person sit in the back seat. I guess. I don't know. Um, or trust your partner and you know that they're not sick, that's fine. But it was great to see some of the photos and the videos coming out of these storms. Uh, it just really got me fired up. And I know we have talked, you know, in the past about watching old storm coverage, but seeing current storm coverage really did get me kind of fired up. I'm super excited. I know. Same. And that's, that's what I had to do during the winter is watch the old coverage because I'm just itching for it. And so, yeah, having the real time, this is what's going on now. Coverage is even more exciting. So yeah, I am right there with you. Right. A bunch of really good classic supercells. Mm hmm. Uh oh. Did you hear that? No. Yes, you did. That was our fourth keyword. Supercell is the fourth <laughs> keyword and the giveaway here on B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. You totally had me. Totally I did. Me. I was like, no, what was it? What did you hear? Yes, the word supercell, there is our fourth keyword. Uh, so, again, it will join the three others. And we will ask you on April 1st to send back the five keywords we give you. So supercell is our keyword for the day. But Bonnie, it's true. The supercells that developed in South Texas and then later in North Texas that moved into Oklahoma, the ones we saw in Illinois, and then as that system started progressing a little bit eastward, I mean, these were these were pretty impressive. And again, I know it's early in the season. The ingredients aren't necessarily all there. But mm-hmm. man... Some of these were just super, super pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, like we always say, the time of year doesn't always matter as long as the ingredients are there. But right. to your point, though, if the, all the ingredients aren't there as strong as they can be or will be later on in the coming months, then it sounds like it'll be a pretty impressive season is what you're trying to say. Right. If it's already looking impressive. Right. And I hope it continues. Oh, for sure. Um, Noah went ahead and they released their spring outlook and they did that on Thursday. Um, and I think the big takeaway from Noah's outlook was areas that had flooding last spring. So up and down the Mississippi river, um, you know, portions of, as you got up toward like Wisconsin, Minnesota, places where we saw the ice jams and we talked about that. And then eventually all that stuff started to work its way south along Nebraska mm-hmm. and Missouri. And then we got down toward Tennessee. Those areas, again, are prone to flood. So, you know, please just be prepared. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know really else what to say. I hope we don't get massive spring flooding. I know that's what the outlook's calling for. 
and you know looking for probably a little bit warmer temperatures and a little bit more uh in terms of you know available precip but man knock on wood these guys went through enough flooding last year i hope and pray that that's not the case this year yeah and it seems like it's been on and off continuous flooding problems between last year and now as well so they've had a lot of moisture over the last year and they just need a chance to dry out a little bit Exactly. And so uh, if you want to see Noah's complete forecast, noah.gov, or you can check on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. I retweeted the link uh, and the main takeaway there with the flooding. But, you know, it is it is that time of year. And, you know, there's a lot of snow in the Northern Plains. There's a lot of snow in the Great Lakes. Uh, and a lot of it's fallen recently. I mean, we just had, you know, that latest winter storm go through. And I don't even remember what the Weather Channel called it. I watched coverage for three days straight and didn't remember what they called it and that's fine but you know looking at denver getting a late season snow late season snow in the upper plains like i just said and then as it raced across you know toward the great lakes but uh it was really fascinating to see these these multifaceted systems come through where you had the severe component and then you had the you know pretty intense winter component you had blizzard warnings you had all the stuff going on and you know i i just love as a weather geek and as you know, somebody that just follows the stuff. I love this time of year because you get to see everything happen. It's it's truly fascinating to me. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. It's kind of like stuff mixes up because I know that Colorado with their blizzard had a lot of thunder snow. So it's like yep. that little spring element is there, but because it's still so cold, it's coming down in the form of a blizzard. So it's like it's like spring's kind of peeking its head through right there. So that's that's. I agree with you. It'd be fascinating for you. This is a very interesting time of year where everything just kind of meshes together before the seasons eventually separate. Right. You know, you and I are are part of the weather ready nation uh, ambassador community and, you know, they Mm -hmm. put out a bunch of brand new stuff, which is great. We'll be retweeting that and posting that on our Facebook page um, as spring goes along. But, you know, just a friendly reminder, folks, flooding is still very viable. We have winter weather still, you know, that's viable. Thunderstorms popping up. Please just, you know, be aware. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing that we can stress is just be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of what the weather could do that day. You know, take two minutes in your morning and just kind of look at a, at a forecast and, you know, not on your phone. But just, you know, go to your, you know, weather, um, your National Weather Service office homepage and just find where yeah. you live. Click on it. Get a quick, detailed view of what your day looks like. Just be prepared. That's all we're saying. Just be prepared. The one good thing, though, since we're all kind of on this mandatory slash not mandatory quarantining, everyone's already kind of in their homes. So if stuff's right. popping up, more people than not are already at home right now. So that's kind of a tiny silver lining to all the craziness going on right now. No, I I completely agree. And, you know, we talked last week about, you know, being responsible, practice good social Mm -hmm. distancing. By the way, I cannot wait till we no longer have to use the term social distancing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be like a buzzword. It's going to be like a, Oh, it totally is. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those words that we look back and when you say like, Oh, 2020, I know exactly where that came from. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we're making history right now, y'all. Like, we are. That's what's we really going are. Down. 
You're welcome for just dropping a y'all. That tells you I'm actually in Oklahoma. So. <laughs> Bonnie is I'm in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm not lying about my location. <laughs> no, Bonnie and I have done plenty of video chatting today, trying to work out some technical stuff for Thursday, and she most definitely is in Oklahoma. <laughs> I felt bummed I don't have my OU shirt on. Well, I have a thousand. I'll send you one. Oh, Since please you're do. sending me some busted sunglasses, I'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. It's I a trade. That. Maybe I should send you a pair of my University of Oregon shoes. No, I want like some sweatpants or something. Okay. We could do that. <laughs> I can call my equipment guys in Eugene be like, hey, I need some yoga pants. Yes. Yes. Big ones. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I know they're, uh, just they're, ju- they're just more comfy when they're bigger. I understand how that goes. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to be comfortable. Yeah, you got to. It's it's key these days, especially and since we are going to be home for whoever knows how long. Um, yeah. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the things that we can do. And you know, you've seen a lot of really cool activities pop up from people having to be at home. Um, mm-hmm. We don't. We talked about Kim Cunningham from the Weather Channel, but. You know, the Weather Channel during the tropical season, right? Tropics on the 50s. That's when they do the tropical update. Well, we're not in the tropical season right now, and we're not really in anything. So they have dedicated now a portion of their programming every day at 50 minutes past the hour that they're going to do a science lesson revolving around meteorology and weather and climate. And it is absolutely a fantastic idea. I love that. That's so good. Right? I mean, you can tune tune in and learn basic stuff. They were, you know, kind of joking the other day. You know, we're going to talk about sun angles and having to figure out why it's the spring solstice and where we are in terms of relation to the sun and our planet rotation and all the stuff. And you could just tell that, you know, some people were just like, there's no way in the world that you're going to grasp this concept. But they made it so fun and easy that you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, it totally makes sense now. I totally understand why on the spring and fall equinox that the sun is on the exact place on the globe. Now, me just, you know, not necessarily, you know, paying attention to science class, which I did, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) You know, I think, okay, you know, summer, right? It's the, you know, sun's at the highest point. You know, we're Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I forgot, and they reminded me when you know we saw this on the spring equinox that that's the only time that the sun is directly over the equator. Yes. And I was like, okay, that totally makes sense. Me thinking, you know, hey, if I'm ever on the equator, the sun's always overhead directly at noon. It's not. You know, depending on what part of the year it is, it's either going to be a little bit north or a little bit south of the equator. And I was like, okay, that makes total sense. So for the day... You know, the sun is directly overhead on the equator on the spring and fall equinox. Gotcha. Great lesson, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Totally makes sense. Um, You're seeing a lot of TV meteorologists do this. Uh, The chief meteorologist here in Portland put together on Facebook Live a science lesson for his kids. And he goes, hey, you know, I threw this together in about five minutes, but it was fascinating to watch. You know, you talk about clouds or you talk about rain or you talk about snow. So there are a lot of opportunities going forward that we will have to continue education or go back and learn new things that we might not have either picked up or we just didn't know. Yeah. So you make a great point about spending the time wisely. Yeah. Don't just lay around and do nothing. Like there's a lot of things. James Spann is doing the same thing. He's doing, he's streaming some weather educational things. So 
you know, not every minute has to be educational, but take this time to do stuff you haven't done, read books that you haven't been able to read or watch documentaries you haven't been able to watch and that kind of thing, you know, like take advantage of this time because who knows when or if this will ever happen again. Right. And, you know, I don't want to get, you know, super heavy here, but, you know, you watch psychologists on TV say, listen, the worst thing you can do is worry and start to panic. That's just, you just don't want to do that. They're like, find a hobby, read a book, watch a movie, do something that's going to stimulate your brain. That's not, you know, basically you trying to not jump into a panic situation. Yeah. Because stores are still open. So like go get a puzzle or something, go get a puzzle or Sudoku book or something like that. Like, you know, just do, just do something stimulating and not just melt away into nothing. Right. And I will tell you this. I was in a somewhat voluntary quarantine over the last couple of days. Um, Mm -hmm. The reason why is a guy that I work with at the bar that I work with had tested positive for COVID-19. I had maybe a five-minute interaction with him around the time he thinks he possibly could have got it. So some health officials wanted to make sure I was okay, which I am. I never had any symptoms. Um, I followed all the recommendations. I stayed home. I stayed in my room. I, you know, took care of myself. Got plenty of sleep, drank plenty of water, you know, just tried to, you know, make sure that I was healthy. And they called me Friday afternoon. They're like, hey, we're just going to go ahead and release you. You're free to move about whatever do you want. I was like, great. Fantastic. So the first thing I did is I went to Chipotle. (laughs) Okay. I know. You can laugh. It's funny. It's like, why? I mean, okay. I've been cooped up in my house for six days. The first thing I want to do is go to Chipotle. People are like, really? I was like, well, okay, I figure that I'm going to go in, I'm going to order and leave, and I can come back home. But in the 10 minutes I was actually outside the world, it was fantastic. (laughs) Seriously, it was great. I was like, it's something that I don't take for granted at all, but I was like, man, this is actually really, really nice. Yeah, you don't really realize the simple things like just being able to go to whatever restaurant or whatever, whenever you want, you know, and... And that's taken away from you for a bit. You're like, wow, this is crazy. It's true. And it, it, it you know, kind of lends credence to the thought that people have said, you know, once this, these things get lifted, uh-huh. people are going to be like, hey, like, we got to get out. We got to go spend money. We got to go to the store. We got to go to restaurants. We got to go to tourist parks. We got to travel. We got to take that cruise. We got to fly somewhere. Man. Um, yeah. It's going to be a much needed shot in the arm. So it's true. And I mean, I think that, you know, people are really trying to look at silver linings of this situation. And some people have been saying, you know, this is going to really make a lot of people appreciate their job, whatever job it is. They're going to be like, I'm so glad I have this. And people are going to just really appreciate the privileges that they have once when they were taken away, you know? So it's 100%. 100 percent it's i think that that's one of the the things that we got to think about is how this is going to change everybody's perspective once it's all said and done right and and it will change perspective there's no doubt about Mm -hmm. it um you know i believe there's a lot of us that probably think that some things will change like maybe sporting events or math mass gatherings like concerts or stuff 
that there might be a social change there to maybe not have so many people. But I'm still trying to wrap my head around that that aspect. I just don't. I don't think sporting events will get smaller. I don't think concerts will get smaller. I think we'll be more cognizant of our surroundings and maybe be a little bit more apt to be a little bit more clean per se. But you know, I think a lot like there will be some changes. There will just have to be. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it's going to make people and just everybody, the government, everybody more uh, in a proactive mindset instead of a reactive. And I think that's going to be really good. And who knows, this might not to sound all deep or whatever, but this might kind of unite the globe in a way, or at least open communication between countries a little bit more and you know, this right. just could be beneficial for humanity in general. No, I, I completely agree. I think there's a lot of things going on right now with some governments trying to hide things. We're looking at you, China. Um, but, you Dang, know, I, called out. Eh, well, sorry. <laughs> they deserve it. They're the ones that this is where this thing started. I'm not saying it's a Chinese virus. It's not. It's just a virus, folks. Let's not let's not jump overboard. But with that said. When it has been proven that they did certain things to try and hide either the amount of people or silence people that were warning about it, that's not cool. Yeah, I agree. And I I don't know what the motivation behind that would be um, because all it's doing is hurting their people. Well, when you're from a communist government, I don't think they really care that much about their people, to be totally honest with you. (laughs) There's politics 101 for you, but I'm just saying. Right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, that's a different time and different show. Right. That's B squared, your weekly political roundup. <laughs> exactly. And so that'll be a, a different, yeah. Yeah. Airing, a whole different thing. Airing Fridays on at uh, five on PBS. But, um, no, you know, it's just, you're right, though. I think most most advanced countries would, you know, willingly share information. And I think mm-hmm. we've seen that with. You know, what's happening in Italy, reaching out to the U.S., and, of course, what they've seen in Japan and South Korea and Iran and Switzerland and other countries that are having, you know, significant numbers of cases where people are talking to each other saying, listen, if you find something that works, please let us know. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that we are, our cases and confirmed fatalities is rising and we're getting up there with. China and Italy. Yeah, and you know, and again, we don't know what that's due to. Is that due to now more tests coming online and coming back with results, right. or is it actually, you know, you know, the one thing that you know I've seen today going around is a lot of people were like, you know, we might not never, or gosh, there, there's good English for you. We <laughs> might not never. Um, we might never know the true extent of how many people were either infected or actually carried the you know the virus and we're just you know basically carriers yeah because yeah because there's not enough tests right yeah so that's that's the thought behind the social distancing and everything is because there's not enough testing you don't know if you have it and you could just be walking around target and walmart and wherever else just coughing it all over everything and so it's that's that's why that's a thing so 
a lot of people think it's overreaction. A lot of people think it's pointless, but that's the reason. And I'll tell you, we have 67 confirmed cases here in Oklahoma right now. Half of those are between 18 and 49. So right in that in that so supposed demographic that wouldn't get it. Exactly. Exactly. And the only the only thing with that is is they're a little less likely to pass away, but that doesn't mean they are not going to go through two weeks or however long of absolute misery. Or possibly be in the hospital. Like that part doesn't matter. It could still put you in the hospital or in the ICU. Right. So these kids that still have that mentality of "oh, it's not going to happen to me," <laughs> is, y'all not got to get over that. You got to just get over it. I- I'm sure you saw the video from the spring breakers in Florida. Oh my god, I can't even talk about Florida right now, <laughs> except for that one guy. What's that guy's name? Something Hardy or something? Yeah. The the commissioner. Was he the commissioner? I don't know. But anyways. I'm on board for him. Vote yes for him because yeah. he just went off. So he was just yeah, like, I'm, I'm done. Him. He's like, we're closing it. Um, there's a small little beach town in Oregon called Warrington. It's between Seaside and Astoria. By the way, how great is the name of a beach town called Seaside? Let me just I, I think that's very original. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> it's very basic. Yeah. yeah. A lot of pumpkin spice lattes are served there. Anyways, um, <laughs> the mayor of Warrington basically came out and said, we're just going to close the city down. Like, I don't want people on the beach. I don't want anybody in town unless you're a resident. And even then, I don't want you leaving your house. Yeah. It's like, okay. And that's what California did, basically. Yeah. And and that's what started to to worry me a little bit. And I think it was just the wording, the lockdown sure. indefinitely. Shelter like in is, place. Yeah. It's not, I mean, you know, the other thing going around Facebook, and I, I saw it, and uh, I pulled the video off after a friend asked me to, but... You know, the U.S. military obviously is involved in this. We know this, right? And, you know, Mm -hmm. they're standing by to help if we need to. But a bunch of people have been posting videos of, like, the U.S. military moving equipment around. And people are like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm like, guys, the U.S. military. Yeah, and they've been saying stuff like they're going to come in and take your food and toilet paper and redistribute it. And it's like, that's not what's happening. No, they're not. (laughs) First of all, no, they're not. Uh, Secondly, the U.S. military moves assets around the country all the time. Okay. Yeah. We're just hypersensitive to it right now because of what's going on. But you have to understand, they're not going to drive a thousand trucks down the freeway. They're going to put them on a train and move it. It's the most cost efficient and effective way to do it. Okay. You also have to remember, we're bringing troops home from active war zones or past war zones. That equipment comes with them. Where do you store it? You move it throughout the country. That's just how this works. So if you different see, bases and yes. stuff, yeah. So please, folks, let's let's take everything we see on social media with a grain of salt. That's all yes. I'm asking. And I know that's frustrating because I'm somebody who wants to know the facts and the reasons why, and I know nobody's getting a straight answer on anything. What right. actual symptoms are? What like any vaccine? Like nobody has any information. Nobody's getting clear information, and so I totally get everybody's frustration, but I, too, am someone who gets on social media a lot, and I've just had to kind of step away from that so that I don't get freaked out. Exactly, and I think that's a smart thing to do. You know, um, it's going to be really interesting up here in the Pacific Northwest. We'll get into our forecast in a minute, but like I said, it's been beautiful and 60, 61, 62 degrees. People are out and about. And it's driving a lot of people crazy. Like, why are our beaches packed right now? Which they are. Why is the Columbia River Gorge packed right now? Um, the 
poor people. The Mount Hood National Forest had to send out a tweet today. Please don't come up here to hike. There are too many people. This is not good social distancing. And it's like, I think that the problem is a lot of people's mentality is, okay, other people are practicing social distancing, so that's good enough, so I don't have to do that. So if most people have that mentality, then everybody's out. You know what I mean? Like, this applies to everyone. Yeah, this is not, again, we're not just doing this to say it. We're doing it because it, you know, could save your life or prevent you from contracting a virus that could take your life. Or you walking around and giving it to somebody who right. doesn't have the immune system to fight it. So, right. no, I, like, how awful would you feel if you knew you had it and you went out anyways and you gave it to somebody and they didn't? It it won. You know, like, right. how terrible would you feel? Like, this is a totally. temporary thing. This isn't forever. So if everyone right. could just chill for a little bit, it'll pass. Yeah, well, we'll see. And But, you know, back to my point here, it's been really nice outside. We have a we have a, a pretty drastic forecast change coming. So if you think cabin fever is bad when it's 60 degrees outside, just wait till it's 43 and downpouring. Because it's going the streets are going to be empty. Everything's going to be empty. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Yes, it so. will. That sounds interesting. Like all cold and rainy. And that's how it's been for us the past couple of days. Right. So we'll see. All right. Well, speaking of forecasts, what do you guys have coming up in Oklahoma City? So we're going to warm back up into upper 60s, 70s. So that's going to be really nice. Um, Like I was saying, we do have that another chance of severe weather right now for Tuesday, I believe. That can always change. Um, So right now it's a slight risk. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Other than that, that's the only rain chance or anything. I'm just excited for those temperatures. I'm kind of sick of the cold. Right. I don't blame you. Um, Up here in Portland... Like I said, tonight, really pretty, high near 65. It's going to be gorgeous. I'm so looking forward to going and working in a warehouse for the next nine hours. Um, You're so, essential. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> I have to we be. We appreciate you. No, thank you. I'm part of the supply chain, so I have to go to work. So it's, Well, it's, if anyone wants to order their toilet paper in bulk from Amazon, you're the one that's going to distribute it. So. Yes, I know. I unloaded two trailers full of it yesterday. Plus so if you'd like to tip Bobby for keeping yes. your toilet paper stocked, here's his cash app. I have a cash app and Venmo <laughs> at Bobby Dash Courser. Anyways, um, Monday, Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday into Thursday and Friday. Rain, rain, and rain. So cabin fever is about to be real true here in the Northwest. Um, the state of Washington has their hands full with, you know, coronavirus issues. It's a hotbed. Uh, California has basically gone into a voluntary lockdown situation. I'm sure Oregon will follow at some point. It's just kind of what happens. So with people being home and it being crappy weather, um, we're going to see what happens. I truly believe that there will be a baby boom uh, nine to ten months from now. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, if you want, we won't talk about it here, but if you want a good laugh and to maybe just kind of like, you know, also gag at what politicians say the city of new york sent out a health memorandum about how to have safe sex with coronavirus i kid you not what did they say oh. how do you have safe sex you well, don't I mean, face each other you know no, you, you still practice you know washing your hands and other things but <laughs> it says to maybe eliminate some things that you do if you're a little bit more on the um freak nasty side of things <laughs> I cannot. 
Yeah, I mean, just it's all over Twitter. You can go take a look at it, but Ugh, that um, is so good. Yeah. We could all use those tips. You know, this, oh, this is oh, not yeah. just applicable to coronavirus. This is applicable yes. to yes. any time. Yes, that's all I'm going <laughs> to say is yes. I'm deeply <laughs> blushing right now, so yes. Um, I cannot. This is great. Oh, it's fantastic. It is absolutely. I read this stuff. And to go back and read other people's takes, like paragraph three, like if you had to write that, how did you not like just one bust up laughing and two think you people need to find Jesus? (laughs) Because it's literally uh, again, just go just go search for it. That's all I'm going to say. Go search for it. It sounds like a good read. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to want to go take a nice hot shower afterwards for feeling so disgusting. But yeah, yeah, yeah just go, just, just go do it. Oh. This is great. This is great. It's fantastic. I love it. Fantastic. Well, I don't know about you, but I am looking forward to Thursday. Yes, that is a complete subject change. Thank you to doing that because I need to. Anyways, Thursday's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we will tweet out the link for the live stream from our friends at the Stormfront Freaks. But uh, we're looking forward to creating a special show with those guys. Uh, I cannot wait. No, it's going to be so, so good. Like, I am I am beyond ready. I know they're excited. Phil's yep. excited. We talked to him today, like we said. So things are going to go down Thursday, and I am pumped. And let's not forget, you're going to be on Weather Brains. Is it next week? I believe so, yes, next week. Awesome. I can't so, wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I feel like this has been the most epic weather podcast month so far. I mean, it's only our second one. Right. And I and think Phil over- said it was their fourth. Yeah. Oh, is it the fourth overall? Fourth, fourth overall, and they've been there since the start, but still. So I think that this is going to be the, the best because just with all the collaborations and everything, I, it's so good. So good. So it's only going to get better from here every year. Right. I'm super excited. I will need to go buy a new webcam, though, at some point before Thursday. Because the Order one from I- Amazon. <laughs> Hey, um, I don't. I actually don't know if it would get here on time. We have kind of started, um, basically limiting non-essential stuff, uh. so to help kind of get you know cleaning supplies and toilet paper and paper towels and stuff uh, to the people that need them quickly. So um, yeah, but I have plenty of stores around that I can go find one at. So I'm not worried about it. A quick side note: some of the things that Amazon has been suggesting. Yes. In place of items that have run out, it's hilarious. Oh, so absolutely! So if you can find that on Facebook or anywhere, it's so funny. Um, also, when you go to a grocery store and you're watching people buy food that they've never ever consumed, but they feel that they have to have it, you know, truly impulse buying, that's also really good times to watch. <laughs> right? They're like, "Do I want these forty-five cans of sardines?" L- literally, it's like I've never had pickles feet, but I might as well just go. I was like, "Nope, I'm good." <laughs> I'm good. Pig feet are good. That's all you, bro. Right? Like, just get your regular stuff. But instead right. of getting, like, two cans of beans, get, like, three. Like, right. you know, that's what it means. You just get a little extra. Just be prepared. I went to Walmart the other day, and they had no meat. They had no eggs. They had no toilet paper or any cleaning supplies whatsoever. And yeah. so I was like, cool. But Target did. I went to Target and oh, I got eggs and meat. And I was like, okay, you know what, Target? You guys are the real MVP right now. I, I will say this. Uh, there is, here's a pro tip for you. Gas stations sell full rolls or quarter rolls of toilet paper usually in their little general grocery section. So just keep that in mind in case you need anything. 
True. And they have eggs, too, and milk and juice and bread, yes, too. So, yes, sometimes they do. Yes. So, especially the bigger bigger convenience stores. But just remember, it's a convenience store, so the prices are a little bit higher. Yes, but they still, are. if you need it, you need it, and that's where you can find it. Possibly. Right. Uh, a friend of mine in Nashville ordered in dinner from her favorite Mexican restaurant, and they included two rolls of toilet paper. <gasps> no. Yes. That is so good. Right. How awesome we is had- that? We had a donut shop here in Norman. It's called Hertz Donuts, and they they were doing that. While supplies lasted, they would also include a roll with your purchase of, like, a dozen donuts or something. And so, I don't know. I just like stuff like that. It's just very much, like, it's very small gestures. But, but it's, it's neighbors it's taking nice. care of neighbors. Right. It's a little bit morale boosting, so that's Love good. It. Love it. Well, Bonnie, a great edition of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. We will talk to you guys on Thursday and next week. Cannot wait. Yes. Woo!